Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, thanks for joining us once again on Simply Financial. This is the show that's going to help you get smarter when it comes to your financial plan. It's also going to make it a little bit easier as we go along. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He is your financial coach at Insight Folios in the Tri-City area. Kevin's got offices in Penconning and Saginaw as well. Find us online by going to insightfolios.com and learn lots of great things about the financial landscape. Click the listen button to ask questions and learn more and uh, listen to past episodes of the program as well. Without further ado, let's bring him in. Kevin, how are you doing this week? Good to talk to you. Doing good, Walter. It seems like just yesterday I talked to you. This week flew by, didn't it? <laughs> Seven days turns into one in the brain, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, when you get older, you know how that works, so. Time just goes by faster and faster, no doubt about it. But well, we've got a great show on the way for today's program. We're going to dive into some of the demographics of retirement. Now, don't worry, we're not going to scare you away with stats and statistics and figures. Now, we are going to cover a few on the show, but we're going to make them easy. We're going to make them simple and uh, easy to follow along with and understand. But I think these will uncover some important things about retirement and financial planning. Of course, we're going to answer some of the questions on the mailbag from uh, folks around the area. What's on their minds when it comes to retirement? Maybe it's the same thing that's on your mind. We'll cover some great questions on today's show. We're going to kick things off with a fun fact of the week. This one, I don't know if we could describe this as fun. However, Kevin, this may be a depressing or ridiculous fact of the week. Did you know that 7% of American adults, 7%, believe that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. And to make it worse, when you put that to actual numbers, that equates to about 16 million Americans. That's just, I I just find that, um, you know, kind of scary, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) These people are probably voting. That's what really bugs me. So, (laughs) oh my God. But you know, I, you know, the studies that are going on out there, I remember one, uh, because my mom, when she was here, she was, you know, kind of having a laugh at it. She said during the 90s, I think it was the Washington Post or one of the big newspapers did a study back then too. And they found out that nearly 20%, it was close to 20% of people didn't know hamburgers are made from beef. I'm oh. like, really? Wow. I mean, do you think it comes from ham from pork? I don't know. But um, that's just, I, I don't know. I have a hard time believing that. I mean, it seems like everybody should know that, but evidently not. It, that is just one of the surprising things. And this isn't just like some, you know, clickbait kind of study this is actually in the washington post they talked about this about this uh, survey the study oh is this where that came from the yeah, washington yeah. Post? And, yeah well i think it was a department of agriculture study and then it yep. was uh, reported in the washington post um, so brown and I, and cows I think those are the same people milk. who did the hamburger study you're talking about <laughs> yeah i just i don't know i just find that hard to believe maybe i'm in a small town and and uh you know we know where things come from because we're we're surrounded by farms i don't know but um yeah I, I just find that hard to believe i suppose if you live in a city and you never ventured out maybe that would be the case but i still find it hard to believe so i mean i remember <clears throat> maybe passing by a cow as a kid on a road trip with mom and dad and saying and seeing different kinds of cows maybe for the first time and then the question kind of pops in your head as you see them and you're kind of like hey does the 
white milk come from the white cows and the <laughs> chocolate milk come from the brown cows. But then, like, they'd set me straight right there. And, right. you know, the, you the rest know better is from known. That part. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe parents have just been, like, you know, kind of trolling their kids for, you know, 7% of, of the population is doing this, where they just sort of mess with their kids and, in a joke, go, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right, son or, or daughter. That's exactly what it is. The brown, brown milk comes from the brown cows. And then the kids just never, you know, research that or change their minds. That's what they, that's what they know the rest of their lives. <laughs> well, that sounds like my dad's side of the family. They would do that, too, if they could pull it off. <laughs> so sarcasm becomes your reality, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was like the cow tipping. Remember that? Hey, you go down in the field, they fall asleep. You can push them over with your finger. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I've ever done cow tipping. I, I've, I haven't lived, I suppose, since I've never done cow tipping. But it, uh, it seems to have a bit of a cruel side to it, but. That's okay. Well, I, I don't think it actually works, but oh. <laughs> it was it was it was kind of a joke. You know, hey, they go out there and sneak up on that cow, and you can push him over. He's sleeping. You know, I don't think I don't <laughs> think that I, that was like snipe hunting. Probably Sni- more likely to get kicked by the cow. I would. Think. Yeah, or like snipe hunting. You know, they send you out there to the flashlight, put it in the bag, and call here snipe, here snipe, and hope the bird would come to you. Oh, that's there right. was all kinds of stuff when I grew up around here that people tried to pull <laughs> on you. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, how about that, folks? 7% think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. If you find somebody who is in that category who's like that, please educate them. Let's get a smarter world out there. How about it? Let's talk a little bit more about some of these other stats and figures in retirement that are sort of interesting to read about. A little bit more on a serious and uh, realistic side, certainly here. And I'm curious, Kevin, as I give you these stats, how you sort of interpret them and what role they plan in your planning process given this kind of information. So I'll give these stats slow. So if you're listening, as you're driving around, you can follow along easily. So people over the age of 65, this is a good starter one for us. So you're over 65. uh, Folks who are over 65 make up 13% of the population in the U.S. Okay. Yep. Let's fast forward a couple years to the year 2030. They're projected over 65 population to now make up 20% what do you take away from a demographic like that? Well, we know that, you know, the population is, is aging. There's something like 10,000 people per day for the next 10 or 15 years that are going to be retiring. So we know that several things are about to change, you know. So the percentage of the population on Social Security and Medicare, obviously, is going to be uh, more people going on. So it's going to be putting bigger stress on the system. At age 65, for those that you don't know, Medicare will be your primary health insurance. And think of this, Walter, uh, we're talking about putting stress on as a population gets older on all and like Social Security. When Social Security started, how many people do you think were putting into the system for every one person taking out? We're talking back in the 30s. Oh, um, so for every one person alive, how many were actually contributing? Yeah. How many were contributing for every one, you know, being a beneficiary and taking mm, money out? I mean, out? back then, I'd say maybe, maybe, you know. Gosh, I don't know. Uh, three or four contributing for every one person who's using it in retirement? There was 44. Oh, 44. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And you're like most people. They think, well, there was three or four. You know, we'd be fine. But between 1945 and 1965, you know, there's a huge decline out there from beneficiary uh, ratios to worker. And it went from 41 workers for everyone taking out now to four workers per beneficiary and now we're down to 2.9 to 1 and by the year 2030 because we're talking about 2030 there i believe it's going to be every there's only going to be two workers putting in for one taking out wow so that's the stress that's creating on our social security so it means 
also means a couple other things. It means there's going to be a higher, higher percentage of people that are taking money out of the market versus investing in the market like in their 401ks because they're going to be retired. That could be a lot of different uh, investment opportunities out there. Just think about it. As our population age shifts, so does the things that they buy. So we have to look down the road and say, what may be you know, something that uh, people are going to be buying at that age? So we know that there's going to be, be a demand there. There's also going to be a demand for assisted living, nursing home facilities. That's going to continue to increase. I just had a meeting over in Midland, a breakfast meeting the other day. And when I drove back, there's a brand new facility being built over there. And it doesn't seem to matter where I'm going. In Saginaw, there was one. They're going up all over the place. And the reason is because our population is aging. So, you know, planning is going to be key uh, for staying out of the nursing home and assisted living facilities because that's going to take income. So planning has to be the key. So you have to think of these things going into retirement and look down the road. Just don't look at tomorrow. Look down the road and do some planning for those things. Makes a lot of sense, uh, Kevin. And that's a certainly an eye-opening stat there of uh, the amount of the population going from 13 to 20% of the population over 65 in just a little over a decade. Yeah. Here's, an, here's another one for you. Uh, a 65-year-old male is expected to live to age 83, but a 75-year-old man is expected to live until 86. So if you make it to 75, you're expected to now to live three years longer. For a 65-year-old female, it's even more interesting. Uh, life expectancy is 85, so already two years older than the man. And then it also grows by three additional years. So if you're a female and you live to 75, your life expectancy grows to 88. What's the takeaway? Well, yeah, it's, it's you know, because we're all, we made it past a few of the critical portions, right? for some of the things that may take you out of the out of the life here so it's important to understand that as you age your life expectancy continues to increase and that's exactly why in our planning process when we sit down with somebody we're going to show you needing income till age 90 or 95 because as we continue to age and medicine continues to improve our life expectancy is going to get longer and longer you can't construct a retirement plan that acts like the expected end of your life is at some fixed point. So if you think you're going to live to 75, you just can't plan that way. It's actually a moving target that keeps moving in the future as you get older because of the reasons we stated. We're living longer. Medicine's getting better. Um, I can't tell you, Walter, how many, I've been doing this for 28 years, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard a person, especially when I was uh, just starting out in this business, saying, you know what, I'm not going to live past 70, 75 years old. And those people are still clients of mine from 20-some years ago and are still here. And guess what? They're in their 80s and 90s now. Wow. So it's very important that you make sure that your portfolio has enough long-term growth built into it so you don't run out of income. And the reason being is because the cost of everything is going up and has gone up for years. So the last thing you want to do is outlive your income. So planning for that income and that you don't run out and planning to live a longer time frame is key when it goes into retirement. We're talking with Kevin Ray of Simply Financial, uh, the radio show that helps you learn a little bit more about your financial life and what's also going on in the world around you so that you can put the best plan together possible. You can give us a call if you've got any questions about your financial life. We won't put you on the radio. You can just talk one-on-one -on -one with Kevin if you'd like, 888-885-PLAN. 
is the number. If you've got any questions about your financial situation, that's the place to go. 888-885-PLAN. Again, your number to call. Kevin's got more than 28 years of experience in the financial landscape and puts it to good use here on the program each week. Another one for you, Kevin, here as we talk about some of these different demographics and what they tell us about retirement. Average income for people between 65 and 70 is $42,000. Okay, so between 65 and 70, we're at $42,000. But the average income for people over the age of 80 is only about $20,000. That sounds like an alarming drop. Take us behind the numbers. Well, it is a big drop, isn't it, when you think about it? From 42, to, it's over half, obviously. So I think the reason being is too many people haven't done a good job accounting for how long they're going to live. And they basically end up with just Social Security or maybe they had a pension towards the end of their lives. And the primary reason is just what we stated just a minute ago is because we're living longer. People didn't think, you know, if you're 80 years old now, when you go back when they were 40, 50, 60 years old, they didn't think they were going to be living this long. So maybe the planning process wasn't like it, it should have been. So there's a real problem that many people are going to face and the income will stay at a certain level. So if you're 80, your income is going to stay at a certain level if you didn't do any planning. But the real problem is the cost of everything else goes up. And at age 80, Walter, what's one of the biggest costs that could uh, go up on somebody? What would you guess? Uh, healthcare, right? Healthcare, exactly. I mean, I had a client who needed one shot, and I think it was every three months in that. One shot was $3,500. Um, so thank goodness for health insurance when it came along to that. But that healthcare can really eat you alive as we get older. So that planning has to be put in place. All important pieces of information here for you to take away today. Let's cover one more of these statistics before we move on, Kevin. Uh, one more interesting one here. People over the age of 65 generate income in several different ways. You probably know this, but here's how the breakdown uh, works. 37% of the income comes from Social Security. 30% comes from still working, past 65. 19% comes from pensions and 11% from savings and investments. What does that tell you? Well, that tells us that people rely on Social Security for you know, a good portion of their, of their income, you know, more than a third. This is where waiting to take your Social Security can really make a difference in your standard of living down the road. It's because the longer you wait to take it, obviously the bigger the check is. A lot of people uh, you know, are different. For, let's, let's take a look at my dad. He retired from General Motors at age 52. And guess what he has every month coming in? It's a pension. And the check shows up every month and it's on the first. And by the way, Walter, if it's not here on the first, I usually hear about it because my dad said, what are they doing with that check? <laughs> um, but it's, uh, you know, it's right around the first. So pensions are becoming what? Less, uh, you know, less common. What was percentage you said that people are getting from pensions? Uh, uh, 19 now, 19%. Yeah, I, I bet way back, you know, back in the 60s and the 70s, it was probably closer to 50, 60%. What would you guess? Oh, it'd probably be flipped. It'd probably be, I would say, over 50%. Right? Yeah, I would I would say, too. So that's one of the big things that are changing when it comes to retirement income planning. So the takeaway from here is it's important to generate income from lots of different sources in retirement. Don't be stuck at age 80 and you only have Social Security. You're going to need to start saving. You're going to need several types of investments to get you through retirement that's going to generate income for as long as you're alive. You do not want to outlive your income. And, you know, what we've been talking about here this morning, Walter, we've been talking about all expectations of retirement planning. 
and you've worked for 20 or 30 years with the goal of retiring someday. I mean, that's what most people dream about. The problem is you're not sure that you're on the right track or that you've done enough to get to get to and through retirement. You're not sure if you have the right investments, the correct allocations for this time in your life, and you're looking for answers. I've sat in front of countless people just like you over the last 28 years. I understand the frustration and anxiety about retirement from your perspective. I sat through countless meetings with people, you know, going over their fears and objectives and what they're trying to do. But the thing that most people don't realize is that you are the hero in the story, meaning that person. They did all the hard work. They saved during their working career. They saved towards a goal, and that goal is retirement. That's what we do in my office. We help people like you every day. We sit down with you. We start the planning, and you may be able to live just like the people who did it right in the first place. That's what planning does for you. The problem is if you don't sit down and do nothing, guess what? The past is going to repeat itself, and procrastination is going to get in the way, and you're still going to live in fear. So if you're looking for help and you want someone to guide you to and through retirement, first you have to pick the phone up and you have to call 888-885-PLAN. And once your retirement plan's in place, guess what? That's when you start having peace of mind about retirement. It's that easy. Just give us a call. All you have to do is pick up the phone and give a ring. 888-885-PLAN is the number to call. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin Ray is your financial coach at Insight Folios throughout the Tri-City area. You can call, get on the calendar, have a conversation about what's going on in your financial situation and plan. 888-885-PLAN, the number to dial. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's got offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. He's the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, and he's very used to helping people plan to not only get to that destination of retirement, but all the way through it as well. So important to keep that in mind. You want to make sure that you're treating retirement you know, as another journey in life, not just as a destination. 888-885-PLAN. Stay tuned to Simply Financial. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future, and that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutia? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, here comes the fun part, you relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. Don't worry, as life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the... Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression passed the... Anyone? Anyone? It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Thanks for being with us today. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray. He's your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. Find Kevin online by going to insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. 
Learn lots of great information about financial planning. Listen to past episodes of the show and even ask your questions by clicking the listen button. Kevin brings 28 years of experience to the show each and every week. And Kevin, we're going to talk about making assumptions in the financial Uh world. We know what happens when we do that, right? Man, we do. We've been taught that, right? <laughs> we don't have to uh, spell it out for folks. I think no, you know, no. They're, they're picking up what we're putting down. Uh, we want to be careful of making assumptions in retirement planning, just like in other phases of life, uh, before you know all the facts that are going into the equation. Because sometimes the assumptions can be correct, but they could also just as likely be wrong, and then the rest of your plan gets thrown off by making a bad initial assumption. We're going to outline some ways that this happens. Maybe you'll find yourself identifying with one of these assumptions. It wouldn't be unusual, and it'd be okay because we can fix these things. Great example here, Kevin, would be assuming that a Roth IRA is going to save you money in the end. Why is it risky to make an assumption that way, or maybe even the opposite view, that a traditional IRA is going to be the one that saves you the most money? Wow, sure. Well, for if you're a younger person, if you, you know, let's say you just got out of college, you got out of school and you're, let's think about this for a minute. You're 20 years old, you're 22 years old. You may have what, 40 years to go before you retire. Hate to break that news to those young kids, right? Um, but think about that minute. If you had a Roth IRA, it's probably going to be the, it's probably going to make sense most of over a traditional IRA, for example. And the reason is you got 40 years, 30, 40 years of growing that account. And your higher earning years are going to be down the road of growing that account income tax free. And that's assuming the government doesn't change the law concerning the route down the road. But that always, I would say 99% of the time makes sense if you're younger. But if you're already in the middle of your highest earning years, let's say you're 45 or 50, the answer is not always black and white. You know, you won't have as long to grow your tax free account, number one. If you're in a higher tax bracket, and it may make sense to have a traditional IRA just for the tax deduction. So remember, this year they changed the law. You can put up to $7,000 into your IRA if you're 50 years or older. They've increased it $500. So if you were to take $7,000 off your income, that isn't taxed. And if you're in a higher tax bracket, that may make more sense for you to do that than to put it into the Roth and grow it for a few years and then take it out tax-free. So you have to look at it tax-wise. And when you retire and withdraw, you may be in a lower tax bracket also. So it just may make sense for you to do the traditional. Sometimes it does, especially when you're older. So everyone is different and a different strategy is needed. It's not necessarily how much you make that counts. It's how much you keep. So keep that in the back of your mind when it comes to planning for those things. It's a really good one uh, to certainly kick this discussion off with. So never assume some of these things. Now, your initial assumption may be right, but certainly best to make sure you get all the facts first before you choose one direction or another. Another great example of this, Kevin, is delaying Social Security and assuming that it'll yield the most income over the long haul if we delay it. Well, we know it will, right, if if we um, delay it. But what's the problem with that you see, Walter? If, let's say that you defer it to age 70. What happens? Well, technically, I guess if we passed away two years later, we may yeah. not actually get the biggest yield. Exactly. So we don't know what our health's going to be you know, down the road, let alone tomorrow, let alone five years from now. So that may be a critical point. So if your health is not so good, taking Social Security at an early age may make all the sense in the world. You know, my dad is 77, been taking Social Security for years. My mom, on the other hand, passed away at 66. So had she waited till 66, there would have been nothing there. Another thing is if you're a big spender, I've run across several people like this. If you're a big spender and for whatever reason you have a hard time saving money, 
it may make sense to delay your social security because that's going to be your primary income source when you get older. So if you, for whatever reason, you can't save dollars and you maybe save fifty, sixty thousand dollars you may want to spend that down if you can before, you know, uh, collecting social security and let it go down that or let it increase by your older age. Cause that benefit will increase by 8% a year. Uh, so don't make the mistake of taking it too early and then figure out, here's what people do and figure out later on, they made a mistake. In our simplicity plan, we can show you visually by how taking your Social Security at different ages will impact your retirement income. So we can show you, if you take it at 62, this is how much income that we'll need to generate from your investments. If we take it at 66, this is how much. If we take it at 70, or whatever version that you see fit, that will show you visually and mathematically whether it makes sense or not. So sit down and do some planning in that Social Security, because once you you, uh, make your choice, it's hard to reverse that decision. This one also is an interesting one to bring up here, Kevin, as we talk about, you know, the mistake of making assumptions in case you're just joining the show. Uh, We're talking about the danger of assumptions and how we can maybe, uh, you know, correct our thinking in some of these retirement planning elements and situations. And a third one here would be putting your money in bonds and assuming that that creates a safer portfolio. That's, after all, been the old standby. Yeah, it's it's funny how everybody thinks that bonds are safe. But if we just look back to 2008, look at General Motors, those bonds weren't that safe. So we have to remember that going into planning. There's a couple of things that we have to keep in the back of our mind. And it's sometimes the interest rates involved with bonds can be just as volatile as market risk associated with owning stocks. So let me give you an example. An investor purchases, you know, let's say they go out and they buy a certain corporate bond. They're actually purchasing debt, the company's debt, because a bond is one company. You are loaning the company money, so you're purchasing debt. So if you own bonds or have money in a bond fund, there is a number you should know, and it's called duration. Duration is the length or the term of the bond. The higher bond's duration, the greater sensitivity it is to interest rates when they change. That means fluctuations in price, whether positive or negative, whether interest rates go up or down, are going to be more noticeable. So for example, if you have a bond with a 10-year duration, it will decrease in value by 10% if interest rates rise by 1%. Not many people know that. But on the other hand, if the bond fund will increase by value by 10%, if interest rates fall by 1%. That's why bonds have done so well in the last 20 years or so. Interest rates have been coming down, but now they're on their other direction. They're heading up, so you could be on a rough ride if it comes to investing in bonds. So I think the chances of interest rates going up are pretty doggone good, so be careful when you buy bonds, because remember, they work just the opposite of interest rates generally. If interest rates go up, your bonds go down, so be careful. Great points as always, Kevin. Here's one more for you. And let's assume that taking a lump sum is always the best approach. Why is making that assumption not the best approach? Well, in a lot of cases, you know, where are you going to get a lump sum from? First, your employer is going to offer you a lump sum versus a monthly pension. So you need to evaluate your options very carefully. You know, and most of the time we'll see that the lump sum is better because it gives you much more freedom and flexibility, but sometimes it doesn't work out that way. So if you were to take a lump sum and die one year later, your beneficiary would receive what's left in that uh, investment that you had. If you took the pension, your spouse would probably receive a portion of that if you put the spouse on too. But in the lump sum, if you're not married, that may be a great option to leave it to your kids if something should happen to you. 
if you could invest in anything like that, you know, it may make sense. But sometimes the pension payout is good enough that it can't be beaten by anything that you invest in a lump sum. I'll give an example. I had a GM employee come in and look at his options out of a lump sum versus the pension. To get the same monthly pension, he would need an investment that had to pay out that would have to pay out eight percent. Well, where are we going to find that today? We're probably not. And in fact, I could I don't know of anything that's going to pay out eight percent. So in that particular instance, taking the pension makes more sense in my estimation. So I'm willing to bet there's a lot of you out there that have questions on whether you should hold your bonds or take a lump sum versus a pension. Or how about the best time to start collecting your Social Security? The problem is you don't know where to get the answers in such a way that you can easily understand them. I've sat down with hundreds of people just like you, and I understand from your perspective how hard it is to make sense of all of this. You get this 30, 40 page report and it's just confusing. Our solution is a simplicity plan that will visually show you what is the best time to take your Social Security or does taking a lump sum make sense and is it in your own best interest? This is an easy to understand plan that will empower you to make smart financial decisions and it will give you peace of mind. So if you want to do something like that, there's only three things you have to do. First, pick up the phone, call 888-885-PLAN. Second, pick a date that's convenient with you. Come into the into our office and the planning process will start. Third, you come into the office and we'll listen to you. We'll put down in goals and in objectives and in a simple to easy understand plan how to get you to and through retirement. It's that simple. Just give us a call. Pick up the phone, dial 888-885-PLAN. That'll get you in touch, 888 888- 885-7526. If you've got questions about your financial life, want to talk about getting a proper plan together, or just want to ask those simple questions, you can do it all when you reach out to Kevin Ray at that number. Uh, if you get the voicemail, no big deal. Leave a quick message. Kevin and the team will call you back, set you up with that time to meet to come in and go over your financial situation. 888-885-PLAN is the number. One more time, call that now while it's on your mind. Make sure you're taking care of some of the important financial things that are going on in your life. 888-885-PLAN. More coming up on today's show. Still got to answer some of your questions and more around the corner. Stay tuned to Simply Financial. When you reflect on your life, what would you like to see as your fondest memories? Summers at your favorite vacation spot? Ice cream with the grandkids after their first t-ball game? Of course, those memories are still in the future, although they're not as far away as you might think. Be sure you have a financial plan to make them happen. With the proper planning, you can secure a meaningful retirement. We can help you make those dreams a reality. Schedule your visit with our team today. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We want to make memories with you. Get started by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. It's getting to know you time. It's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. Fun little questions that we ask that don't really have anything to do with the financial world. Just a little break from all the stuffy financial talk here on the show. So, Kevin, uh, easy question for you this week. What is your favorite breed of dog? Ooh, that's an easy one for me, Walter. If you come into my office, you walk into my house, I have limited edition prints of every wall just about of English setters. Really? Yep. And, you know, I've had English setters. I love to hunt them. They're, you know, we, we use them hunt, for hunting. Hunt, hunt with them. Hunt with them. Yeah, not hunt them. Yeah, hunt with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very uh, small portion of the population that hunts English setters out there. But uh. yeah, They're very lovable dogs. And, 
I have a picture of uh, three of them that I had somebody hand paint on my wall in my office. Duke, Snowball, and Alex. So Duke, I Snowball, Snowball, and Alex. And Alex yeah. That is great. We had a lot of fun hunting with them, uh, partridge and pheasant, and uh, over the over the years, and and a lot of good companionship. And I, I miss them, and I'm uh, I'm contemplating on getting another one. So I think you should. Man's best friend. Why not? Um, why not? I think Snowball is an excellent name for an English setter. By the way, fantastic. Well, he was he was a lot of white. Can you tell? Yes, yes, I can guess. <laughs> and Duke. Do you know why a Duke was named? Duke. Why is that? After my my hero John Wayne. Oh, the Duke. The Duke. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very nice. And and Alex would always look at you like he was some kind of smart Alex. So there's there's the three names. How they so you about. you had reasoning behind all your names. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. You? Uh, you know, so I don't have one, but I I really love bulldogs. Um, they're cool. I just think they're cool looking. I just think they look fun and lovable and tough all at the same time. One day I want to have a bulldog. I know that they're slobbery and probably messy and <laughs> crazy dogs, but I hear they're really actually very good with kids because um, you can kind of tug on them and push them around and they just roll around and you know have very good dispositions from from what I understand. So I think a bulldog's pretty cool, uh, like the, like the traditional American, an American bulldog. Yeah, they just look cool. They yeah. do. They just look cool. But yeah. I'm also pretty partial to corgis. And uh, in fact, our, our two dogs are corgi mixes, so we don't have the full-bred corgis. Um, one is mixed with a husky, and then the other is mixed with a border collie. So she's very, she's very pretty, has a little bit longer hair, very agile, thin, very well, well-mannered. And then the one mixed with the husky is freaking crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's as big as a real husky, but mm-hmm. he's got short little legs like a corgi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the sensational Stacy here um, has a ketus. Oh, those are very pretty dogs. Yeah, and they're big. You know, they get 100-plus pounds. They do. Yeah. So we all have our dog fit. You know, everybody loves dogs. If you don't, there's something wrong with you, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, everybody's got their favorite their favorite breeds. So and I think one of the fun things about dogs is the diversity of the breeds. There's just so many different kinds of dogs out there. It's just such an interesting thing that they've formed into all these different little shapes and sizes, you know? Yes, I think and, that's and, that's why I like and, them more than cats. Not to, not I'm not dissing on any cat cat folks and cat fans out there. It's fine if you like cats. That's your thing. But uh, but but you know, kind of all cats, they look the same to me. Just well, I've had cats too named Slippery and Trouble. Slippery. <laughs> I love your animal names. They're fantastic. <laughs> Slippery. And I even taught Slippery to speak. <laughs> really? Okay. Yep. Wow. That's very good. Yep. I saw something online the other day where some, they, I guess it's a thing now where people are teaching their dogs to hit certain buttons that have then like little voices attached to them so they can say treat, oh, yes. you know, walk, yeah. bathroom, you know, and, and they train them to hit the certain button and then a voice says what it is, what they want. That's kind of wild. But They're smarter than we think. I guess so. I guess so. Um, except for one of our corgis. He's not so. The, the, cra- the crazy one. He'll just, he, <laughs> he runs so fast outside, he just runs straight into trees sometimes because he's just so excited. And then he, he can't adjust course at the last second. He literally will run head on into a tree at full speed. But he bounces <laughs> right back up and keeps on ticking. So he's a tough guy. Think, They're fun. They're fun. That's, that's the corgi and the, uh, and the husky meshing together for that guy. But yeah, love dogs and uh, all sorts of good breeds out there. That's for sure. Well, there you go. That's getting to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Back to the financial talk and wrapping things up coming up next. Stay tuned. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Well, it's just about time for the mailbag where we answer some of your questions on each week's show. But before we get there, I want to do a uh, take the opportunity to give you a quick reminder 
of the Retirement Rescue Toolkit that Kevin and the folks at Simply Financial and uh, Insight Folios have put together for you. This is, if you've been listening to today's show and you're kind of like, hey, this is good information and this is something that might help me going forward, how can I learn more? I just want to dip my toe in the water. I want to I take that first step in learning a little bit more about putting together a better financial plan. Rescue your retirement with this toolkit from Kevin Ray. Kevin, this is a physical box that you're going to put a bunch of stuff inside of. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, it's a physical white box, so look for it in the mail. We'll send it out typically on Monday when people order them. And in the box are going to be a couple of books, one by myself, talking about taxes, how to save now and end retirement. And then one from Paul Durso. We all know Paul. He'd been, he's on the show with us. And he's going to go into the simplicity plan and the planning process and how it all makes sense. Put together a white paper. Uh, based on taxes and some tax strategies and some planning opportunities that you'll have going into and through retirement. And also we'll throw a CD in there and usually some kind of some kind of other goodie that we'll throw in there. All you have to do to get that, if you're, like Walter said, if you're interested in retirement and you just don't know where to start, this is probably a good place to start. It's free. There's no cost. There's no obligation. All you have to do is text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 33222. Very easy to do. All you have to do is text the word KIT to 33222. Again, take your smartphone out, text the word KIT, K-I-T, to the number 33222. And we'll text you right back. Just be sure you click on the link and put in your info so we can get that toolkit over to you. All you have to do is text the word KIT to the number 33222. Two two two, And if you would like to call in that information as well, you can certainly do so, 888-885-PLAN. If you don't want to go the texting route, you can just call and request uh, that opportunity, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, let's get to the questions here, Kevin. This first one comes to us from uh, James in Crump. And James says, I've been frustrated and stressed out with my job for a very long time now. I would have left years ago except for the fact that I receive a sizable retention bonus every spring, along with stock options. Every time it seems like I can't take the job anymore, I'm always just a couple of months away from the bonus. So I decide to stick it out for a couple more months, and I'm just stuck in this vicious cycle. I see why they call it golden handcuffs. At what point can I just walk away with the next bonus without feeling stupid? Hmm. James, this sounds like one of those bad movies that you see where it never ends until the end, right? Yeah. Also sounds like a good problem to have, though. I mean, it is, yeah. getting bonuses and, and that's keeping you around. It's, you know, that's good. Yeah. Not such a bad thing, but I understand the frustration that you're that you're worth. You sure. know, you probably, it sounds like he's not satisfied in his job and he'd like something different. Yeah. And I think, you know, James, to answer your question, you're going to need some type of plan that you can visually look at that'll give you the answer to whether this makes sense or not. So you don't like in your own words, you don't feel stupid. So if you were to walk away today, where will your income come from? You know, I don't know what age you are. Maybe you're close to retirement. So if you are, do you have enough investments saved that maybe you could retire? Uh, maybe you could get another job that you really like instead of being stressed out all the time. And even if it pays less than what you're currently earning, you still could retire in a few years uh, with the money you've already saved. Maybe you could retire today and you just don't know it. The problem here is you don't know the answers to these questions, James, and I don't either. So here's the solution. Sit down with an advisor and see if it makes sense for you to walk away today. You got to sit, you got to put this in black and white and you have to see if it makes sense. If you don't have an advisor, I invite you to give us a call and I'll put together your own personalized simplicity income plan. 
This plan will give you the answers you are looking for and it will empower you to make smart financial decisions. I have helped lots of people in your same situation who didn't like their job, wanted to leave their job, wanted to go to work part-time, wanted to start their businesses, and it all started with sitting down and talking with somebody to see if it makes sense or not. That's what we do in our office day in and day out. So, uh, James, give us a call, and I'd be happy to sit down with you and go through that and get you the answers that you're looking for. Whether you're James or in a similar situation or have big questions about your own financial life, you can always get those addressed with Kevin Ray. And all you have to do is call 888-885-PLAN. Do it now while you're thinking about it even. 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, not a big deal. Just leave a quick message. 888-885-PLAN is the number to dial today. That's 888-885-7526. And you can get on the right track. Make sure you're getting to and through retirement without hassle and uh, with some you know, more comfort to make sure that you're in a good situation going forward. Kevin, we have a run out of time on today's show. We'll try and get some more questions into the program next week. We'll reserve a little extra time so we can hit some more listener questions then. But uh, for now, thank you for all the help on this week's program, and we'll talk soon. We'll talk next week. Walter, have a great week. Sounds great. You too as well. Thanks so much for tuning in. For Kevin Ray, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.